أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على صلاة حي على صلاة على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون وقال تعالى في مقام اخر واذا سالك عبادي عني فاني قريب اجيب دعوه الداعي اذا دعان صدق الله العظيم وبلغنا رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين respected ulama brothers and elders assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh all praises due to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala peace and salutations be upon muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we praise and thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who through his infinite kindness and mercy has blessed us with iman we praise and thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for blessing us with another month of ramadan do you have any idea how lucky and fortunate you and i are to have witnessed the 6th day of the blessed month of Ramadan to have witnessed the month of Ramadan 1443 one more time in our life what a great privilege what a great honor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wind the clock back to the 6th of Ramadan 
14, 42, definitely there was somebody in your circle of friends, perhaps in your family, perhaps amongst your associates in your neighborhood, or one person or many people who were present on the 6th of Ramadan, 1442, and they are not in this world, on the 6th of Ramadan, 1443. Not a single one of them knew that that month of Ramadan, 1442, was going to be the last month of Ramadan that they will witness in their lives. They were present with us, perhaps they did more than us, perhaps they did less than us, but did they know that this is going to be the last month of Ramadan that we witness in our life? We are present and we have witnessed this month of Ramadan, 1443, no one has any guarantee that they will see the end of this month, let alone see another month of Ramadan in, in their lives. So this is a great privilege from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a great blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just to give you a glimpse of how the system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works, and it's all beyond our control. I mentioned this last week before the month of Ramadan started because we were on the brink of coming close to the month of Ramadan. And I said, we're so close, but you know, in English they say that you're so close yet so far. And I gave the example of many years ago, I was entering the masjid on the 30th of Sha'ban. So it was a given that now the month of Ramadan at the time of Maghrib is definitely going to start. And I'm walking to the masjid as the Maghrib Adhan is going, signaling the first of Ramadan of that particular year. And I see a notice board that a person has passed away. The man went through the whole month of Rajab, he went through the whole month of Sha'ban. He comes right to the door of the month of Ramadan and he leaves this world. That's what I mentioned last week that happened many years ago that the person came so close yet so far. It was not meant for the person to see a month of Ramadan. And here comes the month of Ramadan 1443. Last week, Saturday night, the first taraweeh had taken place, mashallah. And a brother was present for the taraweeh salah. He completes the salah. He jumps into his car and he is headed back to his home. He meets with an accident and he passes away. The man made it to the first of Ramadan. He never even fasted. One fast of the month of Ramadan. But he made it to see the month of Ramadan. What a great privilege and honor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's a narration of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that, that says, إِذَا كَانَ أَوَّلُ لَيْلَةٍ مِّن رَمَضَانِ When it is the first night of the month of Ramadan, نَظَرَ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cast his glance of mercy upon the entire ummah. Before you've done anything, before you've performed your taraweeh salah, before you started fasting, before you started all your acts of worship that people so uh, are enthusiastic about in the month of Ramadan. You've not done any good. You've only made it to see the month of Ramadan. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah looks at the ummah with his special gaze of mercy. وَمَن نَظَرَ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ لَمْ يُعَذِّبْهُ أَبَدًا And whoever... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at with mercy, Allah will never ever punish that person. That's just the benefit of reaching the month of Ramadan. When you go through it, it's like every single second of this month is absolutely blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because you get a special privilege and virtue for witnessing the month of Ramadan, the first night. You look at the last night of the month of Ramadan, there's a separate additional virtue and benefit for the last night of the month of Ramadan. When it's the last night of the month of Ramadan, Allah forgives everyone. The companions ask the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Laylatul Qadr? Are you talking about the night of power? We know how much of reward there is for the night of power. What a great night of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness and mercy. So they said, are you talking about that night of power? 
the Prophet said, no, 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 this got nothing to do with the night of power. That has its own virtue, that has its own merit. I'm talking about reaching the end of the month of Ramadan. Allah forgives everyone again because now they've gone through the entire process. They finished their job. They have completed their duty. So as a payment for completing your duty, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants you his forgiveness again. Every single moment, every day, the first portion, the days of mercy, the middle portion of the month of Ramadan, the days of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's maghfirah, the last portion of the month of Ramadan, emancipation from the fire of hell. And like that, as I said, every moment is truly blessed in this month of Ramadan. And we are so fortunate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed us such a great honor and such a great privilege of witnessing five days and five nights of the month of Ramadan. And this is day six of the blessed month of Ramadan. But I need to ask myself a very important question. Since I've been so lucky, how much have I done in this last five days? Look at how quick time is going. I told somebody two days ago, you know 10% of the month of Ramadan is gone. It was the third fast. I told him 10% is gone. He said, hey, Muhammad, I never thought about that. We just think, oh, day one, day two, day three, we're probably still scratching out on the calendar. But 10% gone. Today is the sixth of the month of Ramadan. So five fast went, that, how, how quickly time is going. Before you know it, it's going to be the 10th of the month of Ramadan. Of Ramadan. That's 30% gone. Before you know it, it's going to be the 20th. Then we're already looking forward to the last nights of the month of Ramadan. And before you know it, it's going to be over. But you're going to be left with what you have taken from the month of Ramadan. So if five days have gone, I need to ask myself, what have I achieved in these five days? Am I on par? Am I where I needed to be? That's why we often give these talks prior to the month of Ramadan. In fact, from the time we start reciting the dua, Allahumma barik lana fi rajaba wa sha'ban wa balikna Ramadan. Oh Allah, bless us in the month of Rajab, bless us in the month of Sha'ban, and make us reach the month of Ramadan. From then we're supposed to be preparing. It's just, it's not just a supplication and a prayer. Oh Allah, bless me in my wealth in the month of Rajab and Sha'ban, and make me reach the month of Ramadan in a good financial state so that I can spend in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh Allah, bless me in my health in the month of Rajab and Sha'ban. Wa Ramadan. Make me reach Ramadan where I'm healthy. I don't suddenly fall sick and I take ill and I'm unable to do what I need to do. Oh Allah, bless me in my time in the month of Rajab and Sha'ban. Wa Ramadan. Let me reach Ramadan where I'm not unnecessarily over-occupied and I can't engage myself in acts of worship. One is we're talking about being over-occupied, but we know sometimes even in the month of Ramadan, we're looking for ways to pass time. No, every moment is so valuable. We need to make every second of this month of Ramadan count in our favor. And you look at it, anything you do, what is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants forgiveness. It's like almost for free. You fast in the month of Ramadan, what's the default reward? Forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You stand in, tar- in taraweeh salah, in the month of Ramadan, what's the default reward from Allah? Forgiveness from Him. You stand on the night of power in the month of Ramadan, the default reward? Forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You feed a fasting person in the month of Ramadan, what's the default reward? Forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's like almost impossible for any person to go through the process of the month of Ramadan and come out unforgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's like almost impossible to miss it because it is so easily attainable. No matter what you do, it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His mercy is so immense in this month of Ramadan. Allah is waiting for everybody to come closer to Him. 
And we know what a beautiful environment we witness in the month of Ramadan. Every single person, the weakest to the strongest, the most practicing to the most non-practicing, everybody just suddenly comes in motion. If there's one thing that the month of Ramadan truly does do and has always been has always been happening since the inception of the month of Ramadan, is that it just gives us a glimpse of what potential the Ummah has. Everybody just suddenly comes into formation. You know, it's like the season of Hajj, it's like Umrah or Tawaf. Everybody just goes into motion. There's nobody that's, that's standing away from what needs to be done. Everybody is moving in one direction. Everybody is fasting. The masajid are full. Everybody is turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this type of uh, feeling or this type of way that we receive the month of Ramadan is also something that we need to praise and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. That beautiful feeling from the time the month of Ramadan started. Let's go back to Saturday night. The moment that Adhan is called out, that now the month of Ramadan has started, immediately there's an absolute change. There's that, that, that feeling of nur, that feeling of barakah, that feeling of blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is felt by every single believer. And by the same note, when we look at the end of the month of Ramadan, as excited as we get, that the day of Eid is going to dawn upon us, and perhaps sometimes we find it difficult because fasting is not easy to go through the whole process. So as excited as we are to receive the day of Eid, but what happens the moment Eid starts? As happy as you are that you have the joy of the day of Eid, it's as if spontaneously and instantly you feel the absence of the barakah of the month of Ramadan. It's like this, it just disappears, it goes. In fact, also that is Allah's kindness that Allah gave you a day of celebration immediately after the month of Ramadan. Had they not been that day of celebration, I think it would have been absolute depression for the entire ummah. How, how, how do you bid farewell to such a great month? How do you separate from such an opportunity that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you 30 days of endless mercy and blessings and barakah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Any good deed you do, the reward is multiplied so much more in the month of Ramadan. It's a season of worship. It's a season of connecting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the more we're speaking about it, we need to also question ourselves, how much am I valuing this month of Ramadan? How much am I taking from this month of Ramadan? Am I doing the best that I can do? I need to spend this month of Ramadan in such a way that when I reach the end, I will look back and I can feel confident and say, Oh Allah, I gave it my best shot. I did the best that I could do. I tried to please you. I tried to do as much as I could to earn your mercy and to earn your forgiveness. That is all that Allah looks for. Because in essence, no one can worship Allah as he ought to be worshipped. No one can praise Allah as he, ought to be pla- uh, as he ought to be praised. But the least that any person can do is you can try your best. Allah doesn't look at how much you do. Allah looks at how you do it. Allah looks at your enthusiasm. Allah looks at your feeling that here is my slave trying against all odds to go out of their way to worship me. Here is my slave doing their level best just to please me. And Allah looks at that and Allah is the most appreciative of people trying to please Him. And Allah grants much more reward than is actually due from the actions that we carry out. Because our actions will have flaws, they will have, they will, they will be shortcomings in our acts of worship. But there's absolutely no shortcoming when it comes to reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let's try and continue that enthusiasm within ourselves. That a portion of the month of Ramadan has already passed by. 
It's day six of the month of Ramadan. Before I know it, it's going to be day 10. I need to every day make sure that I am on check, I am on par. I cannot afford to lose any opportunity to do the best that I can to earn this forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I should be valuing each day to the extent that before I go to bed at night, as I'm preparing to fast the next day, I need to ask myself, was today good? Was it a, a productive day? Did I do as much as I can today? to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And again, plan ahead for the next day that tomorrow, what do I want to do? I need to make sure I look after this time in the month of Ramadan. It is priceless. And it's really sad at the same time that when people are struggling to find enough time to benefit from the month of Ramadan, again, you get those that want to waste the time or pass the time. We're looking for things to do to pass time. Do you know the month of Ramadan is so blessed, so amazing, and so wonderful that if you do absolutely nothing, that is also good. You, the mere fact that every moment is passing, I'm in a state of fasting for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I don't need to do anything to actually pass time or occupy myself because sometimes we get involved in the wrong things and it's the month of Ramadan. But the fact that you fast in every second that the clock is ticking, there's reward going in your account of good deeds. So your sleep in the month of Ramadan, obviously you can't be sleeping through salah, but your sleep in the month of Ramadan is also blessed by Allah. It is reward for you because you fast in, you sleep in, you're not doing anything. So you don't have to be engaging in unnecessary activities. You don't have to involve yourself in certain things just to occupy yourself and to pass time. I mean, we can't be so bored, people. Let's, let's be honest. Let's be intelligent. Let's be mature. It's also the weekend coming right ahead of, uh, ahead of us. Today is the first Jummah of the month of Ramadan. So it's also Saturday and Sunday that's before us. So again, now we're thinking, hey, what am I going to do? Because I was working the whole week. So the whole day was passing by. As it is, the days are short. The nights are long. So let us also look at capitalizing in the weekend when it comes to worshiping Allah. So the whole week I was at work. Maybe I couldn't read as much Quran as I would have liked to read. But now I have the weekend. I have extra time. Let me occupy myself with recitation of the Quran. The whole week I was busy. I never got time to engage myself in dua. Let me do that now in the weekend. For the youngsters, for the kids and our children. They were in school the whole week. So it's a busy, hectic schedule, homework, all the other responsibilities and duties that they have. It's the weekend. That child doesn't need to look for ways to... Them, uh, to, to occupy themselves and to pass time in the month of Ramadan, we need to create that environment within our homes. Together we need to be worshipping Allah. Together we need to sit and read Quran. Like how the beautiful atmosphere is in almost every house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, every masjid in the month of Ramadan, especially uh, after the Asr Salah, that vibe of everybody reciting the Quran in every corner of the masjid. Create that very same environment in your home. That's what we need to do. So after Taraweeh Salah, we all coming back home or before the Taraweeh Salah or whenever, especially now in the weekend that everybody will be a little more free. Sit together as a family, everybody open the Quran and recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What a beautiful atmosphere. I mean, you walk into any home, everybody is occupied. How? Uh, normally it is, everybody is looking at their phones. Father is looking at his phone and he's smiling. Mother is looking at her phone and she's smiling. The kids are online. Everybody is connected. And everybody is happy. The month of Ramadan comes, we all need to connect to Allah. And then we need to be happy. Try that. Like how everybody is so comfortable, we don't even need to con have a conversation with one another. Because everyone is in their own cyber cocoon and in their own world. And we're very comfortable there because we're online. Try this this weekend. As a family, everyone sit at home. 
have the Quran open and if you don't want to have the Quran open then let the Quran be played everybody just sit and listen to the recitation of the Quran or everybody just sit for five minutes and read the Quran the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you don't even have to read aloud read silently but connect in that way and see what a feeling comes in that home just do it for five minutes if you can make it a, a practical exercise and you all are more than welcome inshallah after doing that to come back and give me feedback I'll give you all my details if you're really required. But I promise you, make this a Ramadan challenge. We know the problems we're facing. We know the uneasiness, the tension in our homes, and the difficulties that the Ummah is facing. This is the time we need to take up such challenges. I challenge every single person here in this masjid. Try it this weekend, even if it's for five minutes, together as a family, in this blessed month of Ramadan, and in a state where everyone is fasting, just sit for five minutes with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open from the grandfather to the grandchild everyone present in the home do it for five minutes and tell me what you feel after that or during that you will definitely feel such mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is not easily felt just like that it's a special privilege and then you will see why the month of Ramadan is so closely connected to the Quran Shahru Ramadan alladhi unzila fihi al-Quran the blessed month of Ramadan is the month in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this Quran. This is the way for us to connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to come back to the Quran, the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to make it our companion. We need to treasure the fact that we get the privilege and honor of standing in the Taraweeh Salah and what is being recited. It is Quran, the book of Allah. We get to listen to the Quran being recited. Not, it doesn't have to be recited in the quickest, fastest time. But what a privilege, what an honor. I get to listen to the entire Quran being recited. Somebody told me the other day that they were in another part of the world where the month of Ramadan started. And he says, we attended three different masjids. They performing Taraweeh Salah, mashallah, 20 rakats of Taraweeh Salah, one ayah per rakat. One ayah of the Quran per rakat of the 20 rakats of salah. Now we can't say they're doing something wrong, but how fortunate we are that we get to listen to the entire Quran being recited. And the fact that we read in 20 is also something now that you look at certain parts of the world, now they already gave it a discount, they gave it a chop, now it's 10 rakats of tarawih salah. No, no, we need to treasure what we have. What, a, what an opportunity Allah gives me that I get to bow and prostrate before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so much more in the month of Ramadan. I get to listen to the Quran so much in the month of Ramadan. Value these gifts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah says that, لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ If you show gratitude to Allah for what He has blessed us with, Allah will sustain these blessings with us. But, وَلَإِن كَفَرْتُمْ If we take it for granted, and we're standing outside the masjid instead of being inside the masjid. And we're looking for all the loopholes to cut every corner that we can. To just do something for the sake of doing it. Then it's not very good going forward long term. Because we're showing ingratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So five days of the month of Ramadan have gone. It's day six of the month of Ramadan. I need to realize how lucky I am that Allah has given me a pr this privilege and honor of witnessing this month of Ramadan. And I need to make sure that every day I do whatever I can to make that day of Ramadan 
productive for me because all these good deeds are what we're going to meet the day we stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And all these good deeds are going to be of benefit to us. That fast is going to intercede on our behalf before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the fast will say that, Oh Allah, I prevented this person from food and drink only, t- and he did it only to please you. Oh Allah, forgive him and enter him into paradise. And that same Quran will intercede on your behalf and say that, Oh Allah, I prevented this person from sleep in the month of Ramadan. They stood and they listened to me or they stood and they recited me in the month of Ramadan. So, O oh Allah, forgive them. All this will intercede on our behalf. Value every moment, appreciate it, and make the best of this month of Ramadan. But don't forget the challenge. Sit and connect with the Quran, the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Together, let us recite the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, jo- and enjoy the immense blessings that are contained from, from, uh, that are contained within the Quran, the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah make us from those that are forgiven in this blessed month of Ramadan. Most importantly, may Allah make us from those that value every moment. And remember, as I said, it's almost impossible for you to go through the process of witnessing the month of Ramadan and come out unforgiven by Allah. It's almost impossible. So since that is almost impossible, and it's so easy to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let us do the best that we can, because that is all that Allah looks at, how much we have tried to please Him. And let's make that our goal, that this month of Ramadan, Oh Allah, all I want is to attain your pleasure. I just want you to be happy. Because if Allah is happy, then there's nothing more we need to ask for. In fact, Allah tells us in the Quran, وَرِضْوَانٌ مِّنَ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرٌ Attaining the pleasure of Allah is the greatest achievement of any human being.